Monday Matinee, your weekly series of live plays, classic drama and comedy, and a variety of audio drama from the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Welcome to the Sonic Society, 15 years of weekly features showcasing the very best of the modern audio drama movement. I'm Jack Ward with one of those very best movers and shakers in our field, David Alt. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Hello and welcome, everyone. Uh, so, Jack, uh, do we have a full slate this week? Indeed we do, David, including two new features from Austin Beach, previously of Audio Oblivious Productions and now Broken Bard Productions. Uh-huh. Our first show is a bitter place where a couple's desperate final hours occur in a world shattered by a sudden epidemic. It's a powerful apocalyptic future ahead. Ooh, and followed by another, this time written by another friend of the show, Steve Schneider, entitled The Uncertainty Principle. And both shows begin right here on the Sonic Society. I'm standing on the edge of this canyon to talk about the new signature bowls from Subway Restaurant. Subway Restaurant. Compared to an average six-inch sandwich, these bowls have twice the meat. Twice the meat. Try the chipotle steak and guac bowl, chicken Caesar with bacon bowl, and the turkey bacon and guac bowl. Guac bowl. They have all the flavor. Flavor. Lots of veggies. Veggies. And no bread. Huh. Well, that makes sense. New signature bowls. Only at Subway. Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Broken Bard Studios Broken Bard Studios presents A Bitter Place Starring Danielle Reese and Drew Prophet Stop. I can't. <coughs> Come on, baby. You can make it. We need to, need to get to higher ground. It's too dangerous here. <coughs> here. <coughs> Take the rest of my, my water. Is this all we have? We've got... We got more. Come on, Odessa. Don't, don't quit on me now, baby. I don't want to, Devin. I'm so... I'm so tired. Running. We're close to a good spot to camp. I don't mean actual... <coughs> actual running, Dev. I'm just... I'm just... Hey, Dev. Come on. Come on now. Don't talk like that. 
We're survivors, remember? I... I thought we were... once. <coughs> I just... I don't know anymore. God damn this cult. Jess is on fire. Look, Jess. <coughs> Shit's bad right now. I know that. We've come so far. Far for what, Devin? Huh? <coughs> There's nothing left. There's no one anymore. You can't talk like that, Desi. There has to be others. <coughs> others left. Others. Others devour others. Others devour <coughs> us. I won't. <coughs> I won't. Come on, babe. Who's the woman that finished the Central Marathon in four hours and 18 minutes? You survived the car crash. You survived physical therapy. You could survive this. <laughs> you, can, you can survive this. Come on. I love you. Can't do this without you. They devour everything. There's nothing left. We're dying. Come on, Odessa. We're dying. Look at me. Look at me. Dev. Devin? Come on, baby. Hold on to me. I'll try the radio again. Once we once we get up there. Uh, uh. Come on. I can't carry you alone. I'm hungry. So tired. We need to find a place to rest. We will, baby. We will. Mm. Up here. Yeah. I think this was a national park in a different world. We could have taken a camping trip here. It's a beautiful place. It's a perfect place. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> you can see for miles. I can see. So very far. I'll get those mushrooms we found. <laughs> <coughs> And I'll cook them. Mm, I'm cold. I need to lie down. <coughs> oh, almost ready. Dug us out an area underneath the outcropping. <coughs> you hungry? Just... Just tired. <coughs> Coughing up blood again, Desi. Nothing. Some of my forest cooking won't help. It's devouring us from the inside, too. <coughs> Where are those batteries we scavenged, Odessa? I'm gonna try to radio again. New batteries. We'll find others. 
Just mm, you watch. Mm. There's no point. They're all dead. We don't know that, Des. We, we made it out of the city. Others must have, too. <laughs> we, we stood when others fell to their knees during the night of the screams. I couldn't hold my ears tight enough. We did. And those, those screams. Those hideous screams. So many others to madness. We remained still, hidden, alert. We survived. The madness. They devoured each other. But not us, Odessa. When the cries died out, we made quick our escape through the alleys, across the freeways, and out into the harvest fields. The fields. At least we had food. Real food. Until the screamers. Until the screamers came. Only we had more time. We could have taken more food with us. We escaped then too, Desi. Don't, don't you see? We were meant to survive this. <coughs> we're the strong ones. That disease didn't kill us. Neither did they. This disease... I think it is... <coughs> killing us. <coughs> this isn't scurvy, Dev. This isn't a common cold, stomach virus, or infection. What are you saying, Odessa? I think we were infected, just like the rest. But for whatever reason, we survived the screaming madness. This isn't the disease. We're just malnourished and freezing. We'll be okay once we get good food and shelter. I promise. I don't think so, Deb. I think it's changing. It's mutating. It's an end game bug, Dev. If it doesn't knock us out with the first or second punch, it'll come back for a third. You can't know that. This isn't the hospital, Des. <coughs> you don't have any of your equipment. I mean, yeah, you're smart and you know things. But this, this is just our bodies adjusting to hard living, surviving. <coughs> Blood again? I just need some food. Where are those batteries? Those dandelions you crushed up. I could use the vitamins. Here. They're here. In my pack. <coughs> what would I do without you, my love? I would have lived a different life. You would have chosen Erica over me. You would have even moved to Europe. You would have possibly survived this. <laughs> and after a solid year of that nagging, I would have definitely thrown myself off the Rogelin Cliffs. Come on, don't start putting that on your shoulders, too. I didn't love her. You know that. You could have lived a charmed life. Instead, you fell for the nursing student. 
school. What can I say? I got a thing for scrubs and white shoes. <laughs> I'll cook the mushrooms. <coughs> Hello? Um, uh, Mayday? My name is Devin. My wife, Odessa, and I survived the city and looking for other survivors. We're about 40 miles northeast of the city now and we're camping on high ground. Please respond. I'll leave this channel open and on. So if anyone hears us, they can respond. <coughs> It won't be long, Dad. I'll have dinner. Des. Hmm? Desi. It's burning. It's burning me. It hurts to breathe. Leave your voice. Come on. Let's lie down. I'll bring the soup to you. The radio. The radio, honey. Grab it. I have it, baby. It's okay. I have you. That's... That's better. <coughs> Mayday. This is... Dev... Devin. Here, baby. <coughs> Let me. You rest. I just need... A moment. Hello, if you can hear me, <coughs> if you can hear me, my name is Odessa Hall. My husband and I are dying. Everything is dying. Everyone has died. I don't even know who I'm talking to here. <coughs> I was a nurse at Sycamore Heights and Devin was a social worker. We met in college when the world was ahead of us and got married our senior year. We were good people. I never thought this is how it would end. <coughs> Shh. It's okay, honey, I'm here. I know the world was crazy before. Well, before all this happened, but at least we were alive. We could talk to each other. We had our differences, but we could find common ground. What kind of world is it where our common ground is death? When the bomb went off, the hospitals were insane. It was like no disease we'd ever seen. <coughs> <coughs> Vomiting, skin lesions, the coughing, and then the screaming. Jesus, the fucking screams. And no amount of medicine we had helped. The speed at which it mutated was like nothing we'd ever seen before. The day I walked away from the hospital, I was dragged away when Devin carried me away from my last patient. That little girl's screams still echo in my ears. She screamed and cried desperately for her mom. She just asked me to hold her. I'd been up for almost 30 hours. The power grid was failing. Devin just carried me and I cried. The world outside had gone completely war zone and no one knew why. It was too fast. 
a whirlwind of death in the form of an unseen enemy ended everything. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know who I'm Desi. talking to here. Desi, can I have some soup? I'm hungry. This burns. It's ready, baby. Here, baby. Thanks, baby. I love you. We can't give up. Just need some sleep. Eat your soup. Get some rest. <coughs> I should feel sad, depressed. All I feel is anger. This isn't how it was supposed to be. We had plans. I bet you had plans too, if you're listening. You had a family, friends, <laughs> and you loved. Someone ended those plans. <sighs> My chest is on fire. Is this the illness or is it hate? I fucking hate this. I hate the world. I hate that it's come to this. Does it survive? It's been nice talking to you, whoever you are. My life ends here. But I'm going to do it in the arms of the man I love. If you can survive, you are stronger than I. Avenge us if you can. Avenge my wonderful husband and avenge that sweet little girl who I abandoned in that hospital. Up here, dude. Calm down. Yeah, if there are dead people, they aren't going anywhere. It's so cool, though. Whoa! Holy shit! This is an old camp. Look here. It's a rusted gun. These two must have killed themselves. In each other's arms. How poetic! A final bitter embrace. Gnarly. Look how old these skeletons are. Do you think these were people from the cleansing? Hey, yeah. They have to be over a hundred years old. Holy shit, where's my phone? I gotta get pics. 
Damn. What a way to go. I'm glad my family got chosen to survive. The stories from back then alone give me chills. And seeing this, it's fucking intense. Millions upon millions of people killed to take the strain off the planet. It's definitely a fucked up part of our history. I don't know how the governments of the world made that decision. Fuck better them than us. Look over here. Another one. That's a small skeleton. Jesus. Did they have a kid? Look at this. That's a doll. It was a young girl. All right. Let's hike out and call the authorities. Oh, hold on. Dude, what the fuck are you lying down for? I'm gonna get a selfie. Wait until everybody sees this. Real skeleton for my profile pic. That's just disrespectful. You are such a fucking pig. Be careful. <coughs> Dude! What the hell, man? Uh, <coughs> uh, sorry, little girl. I think I breathed that shit in. Can we get the fuck out of here now, please? Yeah. Let's go. <coughs> you are such an idiot. Whatever, dude. You want me to take a picture of you with mom and dad? I'm fucking out of here. Oh, come on. I'm just joking. They said to stay put. They're on their way and asked us to show them. Shit. Guess we're missing the game tonight. They're gonna lose anyway. No big deal. Man, these pics are gnarly. <coughs> <coughs> Dude, cover your mouth. You were such a pig, bro. Blow me. Damn. My fucking head hurts. Do you guys hear that? I don't hear anything. Yeah, I don't hear anything either. Sounds like... <coughs> Screaming. I think... I think I'm gonna try and lie down. Those aren't screams, dude. Those are sirens. Damn. My chest hurts. Yeah. Those can't be screams. <coughs> no screams. Just sirens. A Bitter Place is a Broken Bard Studios production. Written and directed by Jeremy Hennessy. Sound design and production by Austin Beach. Music by Dane Leonardson. Starring Danielle Reese as Odessa and the Little Girl. Drew Prophet as Devin. Jeremy Hennessy as Young Man 1. Kristen Martin as Young Woman. And Austin Beach as Young Man 2. Thanks for listening. What goes through a man's mind when a bad idea goes worse? 
Three friends unsure of what's going on around them try to make the best of a messed up situation mere minutes after the air raid sirens have sounded. Broken Bard Studios presents The Uncertainty Principle, written by Steve Schneider. Come on, hurry it up! Two, three, freeze! Ah! Look you! Get on the floor! I said get on the goddamn floor! Move again and you're dead! Alright, that's it. We got it all. Come on! Come on, let's go! City limits. I'd say we're clear. Anyone get a look at the truck? I don't know. Nah, nobody saw nothing. It's getting too dark now anyway. I think we're home free, boys. You think? Just keep heading straight this way, about 30 miles. I'll let you know when our exit's coming up. Yep. What were all them fires about? Who knows, man. Bunch of pissed off people. Friggin' war zone back there. Glad we got in and out without too much trouble. Yeah. You didn't tell me you brought a gun, Jimmy. Well, yeah. Protection. Protection. Kinda hard to cry self-defense when we're the ones breaking into a place. You could've killed that man. Oh, come on, Hank. I shot over his head. I wasn't gonna kill nobody. Yeah, well, I didn't sign on to be threatening folks with violence. I wouldn't have even pulled out the stupid gun if that dumbass guard hadn't zapped Benny. I don't know why the hell he was still even guarding that place. I would have been long gone. So how you feeling, bud? Like shit. Come on now, you're fine. It's all in your mind. You just gotta be positive. Look at all that shit we got. We'll be pretty well set for a while now. Yeah, I guess. Why'd we grab reading glasses? Grab what? We got reading glasses. And cigarettes. You don't even smoke. Nah, but some folks do. And these next few years are going to be real stressful. They're going to trade a lot for fine cigarettes, believe you me. Nah, half that stuff back there is just trade product. Not all of it. Of course not all of it. You grabbed all them hand tools from the home goods store. Plus we got water filters and camping stuff from that other place. And batteries? Trade mostly, but we might need them for something. Why'd we get so many trash bags? Oh, believe me, you'd be shocked at how many ways a creative mind can use a contractor bag in a survival situation. Paracord, same thing. We should've got some medicine. Nah, I thought of that, but figured the rioters would grab all the booze and meds first. <laughs> Whole world's going to hell, and the first thing they want to loot is a bottle of whiskey. What I can't figure are these knuckleheads taking flat screens and video games and such. Once the power grid goes down, a fat lot of good any of that stuff will Oh, shit! Where? Driving this way. That ain't... Oh, shit. Yes, it is. What do we do? Calm down. Just let him pass on by. He's probably just back up for the riots or something. And if he ain't? We'll burn that bridge when we cross it. Just drive normal. Drive normal. There now. See? what I tell you? Uh-oh. Shit. I told you that guard ID'd the truck. Should we pull over? Hell no. You want to spend the next 25 years in jail? Shit. I'm punching it. He's turning around. Oh, man. I can't believe I even listened to you. Oh, yeah, Hank. Cops will be so busy with the rioters, they won't even notice us. Well, how about your plan now? Turn off here. Get off and take the service road. Why? Just do it, Hank. I've driven these roads before. I think we can lose him. 
And how the hell are we even going to lose them out here? I don't even know where this goes. I got an idea. There should be a dirt road on the right that... Yeah, there it is. Hang her right here, quick, before he can catch up to us. Need to break his line of sight around this hill. How's that gonna... Quit arguing and turn! Hang on. All right, up here. Quick, quick. Okay, right over this crest, there's a fork in the road, but we're gonna head right and go off-road instead. Why? Damn it, Hank, can you just trust me on this? I've been here before. Turn right now. But... Do it! Oh hell. He's coming around the hill. Cut the lights. Cut the lights. Okay. There's a gully up here about 30 yards. There. There. You want me to drive into a gully? Are you fucking nuts? It slopes in. Don't worry. He's almost at the crest. No choice now. Come on. Oh, Jesus. That's your idea of a slope? <clears throat> Cut the engine. Damn, near broke my ass. Shh. Listen. <laughs> see? He bought it. He thinks we're still on the road. He didn't see us? If he did, we'd have a gun in our face right now. Just hang tight. Hold on. Y'all hear that? Oh, God. Uh, there's another one. Quiet. <sighs> oh, yeah. They're totally preoccupied, Jim. Well, maybe it was just because yeah, their reserve yeah, units maybe. were... maybe. It's because you's always talking out your ass. Hey, man, I just saved our ass. What? By driving us into a ditch? It's a gully. Whatever. Shh. Guys, you hear that? Ow. What now? Oh, hell. They're looking... Shh. Don't mean he's gonna find us. Shh. Oh, shit. A spotlight. Yeah, he's working the side of the road. Can you see the gully from there? If he does, we're done. Oh, shit. You hear that? Yeah, but his light's still moving around. He don't know we're here. This thing's more than eight feet deep. He can't spot us unless he walks on over here. What if he sees tire tracks? <sighs> then you better learn not to drop a soap. Oh, man. Shh. If we lost him. He might be back. And there's still the other one. I can't believe he didn't see us. You never know. He might just be trying to bait us. If I was him, I'd be waiting around the hill by the on-ramp. Catch us trying to get back on the highway. Oh, come on. Now you're just being paranoid. No, I'm being sensible. That's probably the only on-ramp for miles around. I'd squat right there if it was me. You, you want me to get out and climb the hill check? No, better not, because if he is there and somehow sees you, then we're fried chicken. Well, all right. How the hell did you even know this thing was out here? <laughs> Remember Billy Coleman? No. Yeah, you do. He tried out for the team sophomore year. Remember? Skinny kid. Only showed up for like one practice. Maybe... What about him? 
Well, I didn't hang around him often, but there was one night we were drunk as shit, and he was driving his mom's little Civic, and sure enough... And sure enough, you drove right into this ditch. It's a gully, Hank. What are you, Mr. Webster's? <laughs> Had to steal my dad's truck to tow his ass out. Oh, great. So how are we getting out? Nah, we're fine. It slopes out on the other side. You said it slopes in on this side. Well, whichever. You got four-wheel drive. We'll be all right. Yeah. We'll be fucking magic. So how long are we going to wait here? Till the coast is clear. How long is that? Well, till we're ready to risk getting caught. Wish we never hit that museum. Feels like we got greedy. Oh, shut up, Benny. We got greedy. Mr. Big Conscience back here. You think this gold wasn't already stolen by some king a few thousand years ago? Besides, he's long dead anyway. It's called a victimless crime, bud. Guard was a victim. No, he wasn't. Guard doesn't even own that shit. Nobody does. And besides, why are you defending someone who just tased your ass less than an hour ago? You got a funny sense of loyalties, my friend. I'm just saying. And I'm just saying, dumbass never should have even been there in the first place. If he had any sense, he should have lit out of there the first sign of trouble. Pretty soon, it's going to be every man for himself. You have any idea how much that gold's going to be worth in the coming years? Hmm. More trade product? You're damned right, trade product. Way things been going, the only thing them bills in your wallet's gonna be good for is wiping your ass. Yeah, we'll see. Everybody knows gold's a hell of a lot more stable than paper money. Trust me, when things eventually start to rebound, that shit's gonna be worth a fortune. What the heck is all this stuff anyway? Can't, can't see anything back here. This one feels like a, a, a bird or something. It don't matter. We're gonna melt it all down. Just zip it back up. Why we gotta melt it all down? Think it through, Benny. Damn, you're fucking dumb. What? Cause first of all, dumbass, they're gonna know we stole it. And second, what you think you're gonna do? Go buy yourself a case of beer with a fucking gold bird from Queen Paparazzi or whoever? <laughs> hey, barkeep, next three rounds are on me. Here's King Tut's fucking golden dick ring. Keep the change. <laughs> Screw you guys. Hey, you gotta admit, I had a brilliant idea. Hitting a museum's a hell of a lot easier than a bank. Would've worked perfect if that damn guard wasn't there. Oh, shit. What if he got my license plate? Nah, he was moving too fast. Not the cop. The guard. He must have seen us drive away. Why do you think the cop came after us so fast? Now, Hank, oh, man. just being... If they ran the place, that's gonna lead him straight home to Lisa and the kids. We gotta get the hell out of here. Hey, we can't leave just yet. That second cop might be coming back down the road any minute, and we don't even know the first one's gone for sure. We're losing time. I agree, but we're going to lose a hell of a lot more time if we're locked up. You really think with all hell breaking loose in the city, the cops are going to head straight out to your place to interrogate your wife? That ain't the point. Right. The point is there are way too many unknowns factor in here. For one, you don't know why that cop chased us. Two, you don't know for sure if anyone took down your plates. Three, you don't know for sure that they're heading out to your place even if they did. Come on. They ain't working, Hank. Son of a bitch! Hey, look on the bright side. Cops didn't find us. Not yet. Shut up, Benny. 
Just saying. Look, we're almost home free. We'll be out of here soon. Everything will be fine. Just wait till you see the place we got up north. Yeah, well, this kind of changes our plans for getting up there. No, it don't. We still got options. What kind of options? Well, we wait a bit longer for the air to clear. Then one route is to just head back around the hill and hit the on-ramp, which will work fine as long as that cop is gone. And if he ain't? I was going to say a safer route would be to take the left fork on the dirt road, which will wind around for a bit, but eventually connect back with the service road, then down to the next exit. Is there a way to not take the highway? Well, yeah, but it involves a bunch of lefts and rights and takes about three times as long. Yeah, but it might be the most sensible choice if we're going to keep getting flagged every time we pass a cop. What if we don't get back till morning? Still don't change the plan, I expect. We'll grab the gear from your place, then pick up Lisa and the boys over at Hank's. Then we start north and pick up Becky at my place. We can even take secondary roads the whole way up there. I'd feel more easy, yeah. We'll get up there, sure enough. Just wait till you see the place. 47 acres of prime woodland. Two cabins plus a mini cabin. A bunch of canned goods, our own well. Hmm, uh, outhouse. Good fishing, damn good fishing in the lake. Any animals? No livestock yet, but we got plenty of seeds and farming tools and such. Probably need y'all's help building some kind of palisades at some point, but we're going to need firearms and ammo and also medicine like Benny was saying, but we got a pretty good start up there. Holy shit! What was that? Power plant? I don't think that was the power plant. Right. Because you have so much experience identifying shit blowing up. Oh, man. Did that come from the city? What's going on back there? Damn, someone's shooting. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, no. You remember all them rioters? Yep, just what I was thinking. I guess the cops got tired of playing around. Hey, check the radio. All right. Nope. Ah, oh, the hell's this world coming to? The last days. What'd you say? It's the last days. This was all foretold. The, the sins of man and whatnot. We kind of brought it on ourselves. That's some funny Bible talk coming from a guy who just helped rob a bunch of stores. What the hell you mean we brought it on ourselves? Lay off him, Jim. I just want him to explain what he means. So what, you trying to say I'm somehow to blame for them explosions? No, I didn't... That I'm at fault because someone's getting shot miles away? That it might as well be me pulling the trigger? Calm down. Oh, I am calm. I'm super calm. I just don't like hearing fucking nonsense that ain't true. Sins of man. What's that even mean? There's some kind of evil force inside me that makes me do bad shit to folks. Hey, I have it too. We all do. There ain't no it, Benny. You know what you got inside of you? Blood, bones, organs, and shit like that. But there ain't no little parasite in there forcing you to do evil shit. That's just a lame-dicked way to blame something else for your own behavior. All right, will you knock it off? I'm getting tired of listening to you ranting on. Oh, well, excuse me, but the reverend here started it with his Bible sermon. It wasn't no sermon. He didn't hardly say nothing, and you jumped all over him. It's not his fault you got to bone up your ass about Bible talk. I just don't like hearing claims that ain't got no evidence to back them up. Okay, so what do you think made the explosions then? Comms. Comms? What the hell does that mean? You know, communications? I don't know about the second one, but that first explosion was the radio tower for sure. No, it wasn't. 
The radio station's on the north side of town. That sounded like it came from the southeast. Not the station, the tower. You think they're in the same place? Why do you think all the cell phones have been down? It all makes sense now. What makes sense? That they're disrupting communications on purpose. Keep us from being able to organize. It's a tactic, like some art of war shit. Who you talking about? Ain't it obvious? Not, Not to me. me. The government, man. This is the government playing some 4D chess shit. That's what this is. What kind of filth are you spouting now? It ain't no filth. I'm telling you, I researched this shit. It's all by a playbook. First you take out the comms, then you take over the comms and start propagandizing, right? Then you declare martial law and you start instituting some 1984 shit. Then it's goodbye to the old U.S. of A. So you think the government blew up the radio station on purpose? Tower, yeah. And shut down the cell phone. I suppose the government also set them fires? See? Now you're catching on. And what? All of them rioters were really government agents in disguise? Not all of them, but the core of them likely were. It's called a false flag attack. Happens all the time. Weren't you just getting on him for lack of evidence? Where's your evidence? You heard the explosions, and you seen for yourself the radio and phones don't work. What else could it mean? It could mean a whole lot of things. I think the radio was out before the explosions anyway. And how do you explain all the gunshots? Are you trying to say no one's really getting killed back there? We'll have to see if there's identifiable bodies in the footage. If the only official footage just has fake blood splatters or white sheets draped over, there could be mannequins under there or anything, really. Why the hell would the government want to make a fake massacre? The same reason they faked all them terror bombings and shit. To get people scared. You get folks scared enough and they'll give up all their freedoms just to feel safe. Then you got yourself some unlimited power. Now that's a bridge too far, bud. You thinking them dumbasses in Washington could even coordinate such a thing? Even if they wanted to? I didn't say it was politicians. They don't really call the shots anyway. Well, who then? One percenters. Shadow government. The real puppet masters. Oh, that is some crackpot, tinfoil hat bullcrap if I ever heard it. Yep, and that is just what they want you to think. Keep on sleeping, you and all the other mental midgets out there. Who the fuck are you calling a mental midget? Just because I don't subscribe to your half-assed Illuminati conspiracy theory you found online one night when you was pissed drunk and looking for porn. It ain't no half-assed conspiracy theory. It's not my fault you never research any of this on your own. You're just like every other sheep wandering through the pasture who can't see the wolf coming till he's got his jaws clapped Guys, around his throat. Guys, knock it off! I ain't no fucking sheep. You're damn right you are. I'm warning you, Jim. You better shut your mouth before I shut it for you. Oh, that's it! Get off! Get off! Get off! Get off! All right! All right! Son of a bitch! Get off my foot! Stop it! You and your big fucking mouth! All right, that's enough. We need each other, okay? We gotta stick together. If we let something divide us now, then, then we all lose. Now, calm down to both of you. Now, you still want to tell me there ain't no evidence of sin? Shut, Shut up, Benny. All right, look, we can't stay here all night. You reckon the cops are gone? Yeah, I think it's been long enough. Let's get out of here. Right. So, where are we going? You've been listening to The Uncertainty Principle, a Broken Bard Studios production. 
Written by Steve Schneider. Directed and produced by Austin Beach. Starring Mike Jansen as Hank. Drew Prophet as Benny. Steve Schneider as the guard. And Austin Beach as Jim. Thank you for listening. Every other week, right here on Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network, you get a brand new episode of Bells in the Battery, for which we apologize. However, if for some reason you can't get enough Bells in the Battery, and after you've asked a professional therapist for help, head over this way on Fridays. Friday Follies has all the old Bells in the Battery, going back to 2006, you know, back in the prehistoric days when it sounded like this to get on the internet. <laughs> anyway, if you want to catch the old ancient bells in the bat free, catch it on Friday Follies right here on the Mutual Audio Network. And we apologize in advance for that as well. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Good morning, Jack David. And the rest of the society. This is your friendly neighborhood, Matt. <clears throat> it is 8.18 on September 28th. And it is season 15. Um, it dawned on me recently that I have not left a message in a whole season. I don't think I, I left a single one last season. And I felt really bad about that. But, you know... Time just gets away from you, and it's pretty insane. But uh, really looking forward to this next season. There's some really big, huge things coming out for this next year. And um, I'm just really looking forward to uh, whatever's on the horizon. So, um, yeah, so I guess that's really about it for now. And uh, I believe that David's probably on his way to the States right now for... Um, the no sleep tour which i wish was sta- stopping in st louis but uh i think it's going to be in chicago but no way that's going to happen for me this year but you know maybe there's always next year all right so i'm going to try and keep it short today so um i'll check in on you guys uh next time and um keep on casting all right bye everybody's talking at me can't hear a word they're saying only the echoes of my mind I won't let you leave my love behind And those are the features for this week and for Mutual Audio Network's Sunday Showcase. Be sure to join us, or Jack, maybe, who knows, next <laughs> week. But in the meantime, send us a line, an audio clip, or semaphore code, you can email us at sonicsociety at gmail.com, message us through Twitter at Sonic Society or at AstroTour2010, comment on our posts on the Audio Drama, Radio Drama Lovers Group or the Sonic Society group on Facebook. And while you're there, why not like our Mutual Audio Network fans group and stay tuned and subscribed to the Mutual Audio Network feed for more incredible audio drama all through the week. And if you're really lucky, we will let you feed Zug Bude. Oh, poor Zug. Zug's been sitting mm. in the fields looking for love. <laughs> Until next week, thanks for listening. I'm Jack Ward. And I'm David Alt. Have a lovely day. Have a great day. Bye now.
The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. This is an urgent message from Cypher. I'm undergoing various uh, undergoings for the evil plan. It has come to my attention that these children, these voices, have risen mutiny against us. This, of course, is suboptimal. They must be stopped at all costs. I think I speak for all mankind when I say the evil plan must continue. <laughs> yes, it must. <laughs> anyway, we have set up a trap for these agents, and they will be dealt with soon enough. Don't believe me. Just listen. I'm just gonna cut one of them! No, wait! Okay. Why haven't they reported in for the past two days? Two of your agents have been injured in the line of duty. Josh, are you okay? Miss, miss, can you please step back? Say something comforting to Josh. Uh, better you than me? Many believe Wordtastic Podcast to be the greatest podcast of all time. And season two bears no exception. We'll have more action. Yes.